John, it's time. We are here. Everything that I've been waiting two years for coming to fruition. I am so excited. I have not just a beer, but I have even busted out some of my fine bourbon for this occasion. Holy cow. This, this may be... A, this is a huge occasion. Yeah. This could be my last positive podcast for, for years. <laughs> Maybe True. years. True. If you think about how this could break down. So here's to the last positive podcast in a very long time. We are talking about the Cheers. playoff edition. Cheers as you hold up your water. <laughs> My sparkling water, all right. It's that a little risque. <laughs> that is a little risque. That's good stuff, though. I would drink with you, but I have to work after this you like do. an idiot. I have to sleep after this. Um,. <laughs> I'm back, John. I made it back to the playoffs. Yeah, after you're my here. absence. Yeah, what a what a rebuild. You're back. It was fast. Very fast rebuild. My and, rebuild uh, was even faster than yours though, so I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't even miss playoffs for one year. <laughs> no. Didn't didn't need it. You were like, uh tanking? Uh, nah, yeah. I don't need to do that. If we look at points for You'd say to yourself, hey, this guy probably should have missed playoffs. And I disagree. You disagree? Bullshit stat. <laughs> who okay. looks at Who looks at points for, you know? Nobody cares about that. No. Especially me. This year. Maybe next year I'll care. Well, I'll, I'll get back to you when I see the standings next year. Fair enough. I am... Uh... I decided to pull up my roster from the end of last year. Holy cow, is this different. <laughs> um, the players that I have on my roster today that I had last year at this time. Javante. Darren Waller. J.K. Dobbins is on the IR. And Justin Herbert. <laughs> wow. And Jarek McKinnon. Wow. What a roster. And all those guys, all in your starting lineup mm -hmm. this week. I can't believe that roster turned it around. Yeah, they really, I mean, that's that's a rebuild. You just trust your guys and then just ride with them. Yeah. And that's you what you did. didn't make any moves. I didn't make any trades. No. Nope. But here I am. No. Nope. Back. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> None of those players are in your starting lineup. That's funny. Literally zero. <laughs> Completely new team. This is the new team. This is um, DeVito's dudes. And you know, John, I have a little beef with you. Because you know how my day started this morning? Yeah, it did, it did start well based off the text I woke up to. Oh. <laughs> 6.58 this morning, I sent John a text and I said, What the actual F, man? <laughs> Get out of here picking up Joe Flacco. I need that guy. You have yeah. Russ. WTF are you picking up Flacco for? <laughs> I have Russ, but clearly my organization is is showing we don't trust him. We don't trust him. I mean, I bid on two quarterbacks this week. I wanted I wanted either Mullins or Flacco. Didn't even realize Ritter was on on uh, on waivers or else I might have picked him up. He had a pretty good, good week you. last week. But uh, yeah, I need. I know you need a starting quarterback, but I still need a backup quarterback. Mm, so mm -hmm. with Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs, no longer the starter. Mac Jones, no longer the starter. Aiden O'Connell's awful. So, yeah. I, I don't I don't want to fall into the same position as, as you and just have mm. no one. Have thanks. no one there. Yep, yeah. salt in the wound. So I'm preparing. So thanks for being the example and setting, a, setting a, a bad example, I guess, so I learned from it and sort of get ready, prepare myself, you know. But also, you had like no waiver money. Your waiver pickups were awful this year, Michael. I looked, I looked no. back. I was like, "How does Michael have five dollars left?" And they were all really bad pickups. None of them were good. What, what fact, was wrong with my pickups? Your most expensive one, you just dropped. I Ooh. think you bid like thirty-one dollars on Justice Hill. 
and you just dropped him for Desmond Ritter. Shit. <laughs> so, Damn yeah. Yeah, it was a little too easy to outbid you, too. I just bid $6 on both of them because I knew you were going to be looking for a quarterback. I also knew Tom was going to try to bid on Nick Mullins. So. Mm-hmm. And you didn't get Mullins. No. Which, honestly, I don't know. Nick Mullins, I think he, I think he could be good. I don't know if Joe – I mean, Joe Flacco put up 30 last week. I don't know. He, this guy's old. Mm-hmm. I, I could see him throwing, like, three interceptions against one of these teams or some shit. I really, really wanted to be heading into the playoffs with Joe Flacco leading my team. <laughs> He's a 38-year-old Joe Flacco. He's a champion, you know? You know how excited I was to make my team elite team? Wow. I was going to name st- my team elite team. You're stuck on DeVito's dudes. And I'm stuck you, with freaking Tommy starting. DeVito. No Would balls. you start Tommy DeVito? No, not over Ritter. Ritter had a pretty good week last week. He looked he looked good. Uh, <laughs> I'm so mad about that. 347 you know yards? Has he, he ever thrown for that many yards? That's a lot of yards. Flacco or Ritter? Ritter. Oh, my gosh. This guy's elite. <laughs> he was quarterback two last week. I can't believe you let me pick him up. Yeah, I know. I didn't know he was. I didn't know. I did notice Bailey Zappi's on on waivers, and I was like, "Wow, I have Mac Jones on my team, and not <laughs> Bailey Zappi." He's just. You're like I'm no, good. <laughs> no one wants him either. <laughs> Everyone's nope. like I'm good, despite a great performance last week. Uh huh. Everyone's like, nope. We all saw how Bill Belichick looked at him. He was pissed. Yeah. Yeah, he was pissed. <laughs> Even though he won, <laughs> he was pissed. Did you see that video of him walking into the locker room? Yeah, with, that's like, what Bill I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs> that he just like goes for the casual handshake with Belichick. Yeah, he likes it, <laughs> and it's hilarious because it's in the middle of him celebrating with Bill O'Brien. He like looks over and sees him, and then he just like freezes like Dead a dog in stare. It's like fuck. <laughs> I'm not allowed to be happy around this. Can't guy. be happy. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. this opportunity, sir. So, I'm so happy. I am going to go. I mean, not happy. To, I'm going to go to bed early tonight so that I can get some rest, <laughs> so I can look at film tomorrow on my mistakes. Of course. Wow. Okay. Now, playoff John, time. It's playoff time, which means it's the moment everyone's been waiting for all day. I announced it in the chat. Odds on the champion. Okay. Oh boy. Coming in as the undisputed favorite at a whopping minus 200, a 12 and 2 team, a team who has lost two games in a row, though. Boo, boo. boo everybody, boo. <laughs> everybody is booing while they're listening to this podcast. <laughs> boo. The number one in the power rankings all season, except for you last week. By far the leading scorer in the league. And the undisputed regular season champion, never to win a playoff championship. Ooh. Chris Brenton. <laughs> Brentopolis. All right, Chris. Minus this 200. This is it, right? This is Chris's best chance, right? This has to be this, his best chance. This has to be it. Well, guess what? I'm going to argue his team last year was even scarier, all right? Because last year he scored more points. On the season? Did he really? Yeah, on the season. His team last year ah. was better. He had, not only did he score time. more points, but he got luckier this year, too. He had less points against. Like, come on, Chris. I thought you had a good team. Sorry about that, John. Should we edit that out? What happened? <laughs> did you not hear that? No. I got a FaceTime call. It was very oh. loud. <laughs> now we're keeping it in. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, yes, Chris, I didn't realize he scored more points last year. Yeah, he scored 1960 last year. And what did he have this year? 1870, so almost 100. That's that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, he averaged a little. He averaged 140 last year, 133 this year. And he had less and less points against, so he got luckier this year as well. Hmm. Yeah, he did have the lowest points against on the season, which explains why his record was so good. 
But yeah, I, there were definitely some weeks where he scored pretty well, where he showed a loss probably, but he was he was facing the right opponent. That's a good point. But, but he's, he's still, still got a good team. He's still really good. I think he's still yeah. the best team in the league by far right now. Minus two hundred. At next, and this is a big odds jump. I think the um, I think the odds jump is pretty large. I think it's a pretty big gap because Chris has the buy. Um, Plus 275. It's a big odds jump. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Tom Myring at number two. Tommy boy. I mean, makes sense. Based off his pickups, he's got a championship player on his team. Anthony Miller, baby. He has Anthony Miller. It is um, statistically proven that four out of five years when Anthony Miller is on your team, you have an 80% chance of winning this. Um, yeah. But more so I'm putting Tom here because of the side of the bracket he's on. I think if I power ranked it, I might even put Jack still ahead of him just because Jack has been very consistent. I know Alex had a really good week and beat him. Jack's still been very consistent. Um, but he's, let's face it, he's on the easier side of the bracket. Yeah, I'm not going to face it yet, but <laughs> what? just because just I'm there. So I'm not going to admit it to myself quite yet. Oh, okay, but, yeah, yeah. But That's actually the harder matchup. side of the bracket. But, yeah. We'll I'm see, just saying, when know. Chris is on the other side of the bracket, you have the easier side yeah, of the no. bracket. Um, Obviously. I, w- I would not like to – I would hate facing you or Jack. I was scared to face Jack for a second there when I when that was – or I was going to face Tom. I don't want to face Tom either. You don't want to face Tom round one. No, just like you don't want to face, face Jack people. round one. These playoffs are pretty stacked, I'm going to be honest. These teams are all fairly even um, below Chris. I think Jack and Tom are a slight tier above just based on points scored. Um, Jack is next at plus 350 to win the whole thing. That is considering that he is on the same side of the bracket as Chris, and he'll have to get through myself, Chris, and then um, somebody in the championship. That's a lot to get through, and that's why it's priced out at plus 350. Uh, After that, I'd go with Nick at plus 400. He is on the, in my opinion, the easier side of the bracket, but he would have to get through Tom and then most likely the winner of Chris and Jack, which I think is going to be hard to win a championship like that. Definitely. To get through to the title game, not bad odds. And then in fifth, I have myself at plus 550 to win a championship. And uh, that is considering that I will have to get through what I think is the hardest road to a championship since Charlie did it back in 2019 with i have to get through jack chris and then you tom or nick which i think would be the hardest road to a championship of anybody and john i have you last at plus 750 to win this thing fair what do you think (laughs) i think that's fair i think my team is all jokes aside my team is definitely the worst team left i mean I don't, I don't know what team you're – I mean, you're pos- I'm still dangerous because you could get the team that played two weeks ago or you could get mm-hmm. the team that played last week, which was just Debo Samuel. No one else decided to play. So, yeah, I think I still have dangerous players. And I don't, I don't think I will repeat last week. I, the Lions offense should bounce back, I hope. Maybe that's a Lions fan cope. Um, I think they will. Yeah, so – I definitely deserve last. I think it's anyone on your side of the bracket or between you and Jack, that's going to be an insane run. But just overall, I think this is one of the best set of teams in playoffs we've had like ever up to down. I feel like I'm the only weak link and I'm still a little dangerous. I feel like going into the year of Charlie, we did not think he was dangerous at all. And he was all of a sudden. And that's why like it was such an insane playoff bracket was he was the sixth seed, and he ended up being, like, the best team there when it was, like, a stacked playoffs already. Yeah. So I definitely I, – I agree with you. I think it's either that Charlie run or or your side of the bracket this year would be the most insane run ever for sure. I mean, anything where you're facing this Chris team has to be an insane run, right? This, yeah. This Chris team is he, – he's tough to beat. You beat him. You beat him. Congrats, by the way, on that. Oh, thank you. Yes, I uh, <laughs> I almost forgot. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, – as the only team to outscore Chris in our matchups this season, I kind of forgot for a minute there. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Chris, what happened, man? Were you getting ready for the bye already? You weren't on bye last week, Chris. You're on bye this week. You must have forgot. Yeah, he but, needs he needs this break badly. His team needs to men- a mental regroup. I'm telling you, if if I'm Chris, Jack, sure, you don't want to see me in the second round. Wow, well, you I, really don't. If I were to take, all right, I I don't know if the next question is who, which odds I would take, but to yeah, answer who, that, yeah, who would you take? I will continue from from my prediction last pod and still say you. You are the fifth best odds, and I still – I that wasn't just a random prediction. I still think you will win the championship. It will be hard, but I oh. that's who I would put my money on. I don't think I would ever, ever – if this was a real betting, I don't think I would ever put my money on Chris. Um, minus 200? No. I think fantasy is too – there's too much luck, too much – too much luck involved and chris has already shown us like despite having good teams it's really hard to win so i think chris isn't as safe of a bet as you think so i would go michael oh man based on the value that's fair i i cashed it that way based on the road that i would have i gotta and i don't I have justin herbert which is yeah, the old thing in the room harder. right here makes it a lot i'm gonna harder. have to start <laughs> Desmond Ritter this week. Yeah. I don't want to start Desmond Ritter this week. Yeah, and I did give Jack that number one QB. That that kind of sucks. Thanks, by the way. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah, man, I got I got some good players from that. So I know I'm happy for you, <laughs> even though I'm the one I who told Josh, you to make so. that trade. I miss Josh. Come back home, buddy. Maybe Dallas and Buffalo will just be like a ten to six game. I would love that considering it's Josh Allen and James Cook against Tony Pollard. True. That would be very really helpful night. for you. That'd I need that to be a low-scoring game. That would be very helpful for you. Very much so. Um, yeah, this is going to be a tough run. I'd probably still take Jack. Um, yeah, he'd have to get through. He's got to get through me. He's got to get through Chris. And he's got to get through your side of the bracket. But I think... His team is playing really well. It's been very consistent, like extremely consistent. He has not had the lows that I have had, that Tom has had, and even that Nick has had at times. Yeah. That being said, he's got to get through Chris, who has had like one low all season. So it's going to be tough. But I think Jack is still the person I would pick. I still think Chris is the overwhelming favorite, but that's who I would pick. Like I said, power rankings-wise – I would put Jack second, and then Tom third, myself fourth, then Nick, and then you. Yeah, I think that's good. Do you have any disagreements in that? I think that is a good ranking for sure, only because of your lacking of a quarterback, which it does suck. I mean, it's not like Herbert was doing much, but yeah, still. He would have weeks where he would pop, though. Yeah, he would. Just lately, he's been doing nothing, but... And he was getting Vegas this week, which yeah. would have been. I mean, not that. I mean, Vegas shut Vegas down t- Minnesota. Yeah. But Minnesota's so offense sucks ass. But Minnesota would have Nick Mullins. Uh, Nick Mullins is pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Tom's another good bet, just because I think he most likely beats either me or Nick. And he's just like I feel like he's just. And I would bet a lot of money that Tom's going to be one of the teams in the championship. I don't know what's going to happen on your side, but just feels like Tom has got either me or Nick's number for sure. It's yeah. I think Tom in the championship is what's kind of valued into his odds in that he has an easier road to get there. He's only got to win one game and he's got a chance to play you. And Look, John, you you had great <laughs> pop weeks, but you've also had really low weeks. You scored yep. thirty in a game this year, okay? Yeah. Let's all just right, remember I'm, that. I'm way behind that. All right, I, I, I was forgetting about that. That was basically last season. <laughs> that was week one. I can't. When I thought that. I was the greatest thing ever, and you were just the worst team of the league. I cannot believe that week one. I was so depressed. You <laughs> scored thirty in a game. I was like, "This is what tanking's like." I'm done. I, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not usually that bad. Yeah. And here you are in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe not deserving. Let's quickly, before we make playoff predictions and before we kind of break down everything. 
You want to talk about the toilet bowl? Yeah, let's talk about the toilet bowl. Uh, Alex, feels bad, doesn't it? Yeah, it definitely feels bad. I mean, I was I was entering all the stuff on the uh, just finishing up the Rice Dynasty history book for for the year, pretty much. Um, especially for these toilet bowl people because they're not going to have any more stats inputted. But um, this was Alex's best year according to the to the algorithm in my in our little history book. Um, so sad that he uh, he couldn't make playoffs. But to be honest, like he has never finished above eighth. This is his first time finishing seventh ever. So that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's his best season ever. It's his first time getting five hundred. His first time not having a losing season. So yeah, congrats, to Alex, on that. It's, he's taken baby steps, but at this point, yeah, at this point, I don't know. If I'm Alex, I'm. I think I'm rooting for a reset. Mm-hmm. Just just taking my fantasy football knowledge from this era of the Rice Dynasty and moving to the next one. Um, so, In Alex's defense, to go from where he was to where he is, he did pretty well in the second half of this league, let's say, like the last two and a half years. Yeah, I think he had some unlucky bounces and some, some trades he probably shouldn't have done. But oh, some, sure. some other trades that were really good, so... Mm-hmm. definitely better than where he at the start he was not I mean he, he basically ruined his team because his worst his worst times were like kind of in the middle there um, so yeah definitely um, okay so looking at this toilet bowl we got Alex going up against Charlie we have Anthony going up against Quinn John who um who comes out of this toilet bowl on bottom, I should say. Yeah. Um, so to remind everybody, these these two matchups are very important punishment-wise. The losers are going to be punished. Um, and I think Anthony, first time facing punishment, up against the wall of punishment, I think, I think he will be very happy to be facing Quinn. I think he's going to win. I think Quinn will be heading to, heading to another punishment. Oh, back back Quinn. back to the good old days where Quinn had punishments. Not the good old days. <laughs> yeah. And Quinn, I mean Quinn in the chat. I think he wants a he wants a reset. He does not like tanking. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> it's been sad not hearing from Quinn as often. Like yeah. last year, I feel like we heard from him quite a bit. This year just just hasn't been the case. I don't blame him. I mean, what he had like we've said on this podcast many times, what we, when we asked the question, what moves does Quinn make? We Our nothing. answer was like, there's nothing else for him to do for the rest of the year. Uh, so. It sucks. Maybe if Zeke like popped off earlier, why did Zeke have to pop off now? If Zeke popped off earlier, he could have traded him. Trade him, him now, Quinn. <laughs> Trade him. First round pick. Zeke's a coward. <laughs> he was pretty scared. No, I had him in another league. And uh, I had him at the beginning, and I dropped him. And then somebody else picked him up and played him against me last week, and I was sad. Uh, that's he always had 20-some points, too. Always rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he had a good... <laughs> I like how Tom, like, predicted he would he would lose to Quinn, basically. Yeah. He was like, Zeke is going to stomp on me, isn't he? And then he did. <laughs> and then it yep. was downhill from there. Revenge game for Zeke. Yep. Former owner. Tom Myring. Yeah, that's that's how it works. That's how it works. But yeah, Anthony's going to win this game. Sorry, Quinn. Yeah, I got to agree. Um, I don't understand why Quinn isn't playing his, like Zay he Flowers. Oh, Zay Flowers. I thought why isn't he playing Zay Flowers? I love Zay Flowers. Yeah, I play t- him tanking. in my redraft team. He's tanking. He's clearly tanking. He <laughs> you got to try to win this game. He wants the punishment. <laughs> Get Terry McLaurin out of this lineup. Rashi Rice has been playing well, but put Zay Flowers in, man. I love Zay Flowers. Oh, McLaurin hasn't scored over 10 since week 8. Get him out. Take him out. Uh, yeah, um, but Anthony, I mean, Zach Moss being in for him is a big advantage. He's got Joe Mixon in. <laughs> He's got Joe Mixon in there. Yeah. <laughs> Old man Joe. It's kind of funny. Still kicking around. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. I think both these teams are in the same position where they're like, Tom, please reset this league. Yeah, Tom, <laughs> please take care of this. Or John, please reset this league. Well, I'll try. I think Tom's our best hope, but I can I could try. Tom is the best hope. Um, okay. <laughs> Got Charlie favored by three over Alex. Crazy. And, uh, the battle for the punishments. Did Alex set his lineup? Did he forget again? What's He's happening? got his lineup set. <laughs> He's got to play Zach Wilson. Yeah. You, no, he could play Sam Howell. Put Sam Howell in. Yeah. Oh, God. Is Alex once again going to forget? Does he have a frat event? Probably. Alex <laughs> always has a frat event, let's be honest. Yeah. That might be. We might We might lose him to a frat. Alex, might. you might not, you might not survive the reset. With your frat lifestyle. Uh, I don't know if he's going to make it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this. Give me Charlie. Charlie's going to beat him. He's going to avoid a punishment somehow. In a one-win season, Charlie's going to get his second win and beat Alex (laughs) and avoid a punishment. To be fair to Charlie, he, like, didn't have an insanely bad year. I mean, finished 10th, but, like, Quinn was way worse in points for by 300 points. Um, yeah, Charlie like has a f- decent team. Didn't Quinn win like three games? Yep, That's he did insane. not. He did not want to, but he did. Uh, he Quinn, did. Quinn still has the number one pick, though. So congrats to Quinn. That's why we set that rule the way we did. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, Charlie or or Alex. I'm gonna go Alex. Give me Howell. Set his lineup. Once he puts, if he sets his lineup, once he puts Howell in, I'm howling at the moon for him to win, no doubt. Okay. All right, John. This is it. We're going to get into the best playoff matchups. There's only two. So. <laughs> worst, um, part, worst part about us, about playoffs. Yeah. Not enough matchups. Slow. Dude. Clicking on yours with Nick, there's a lot of green in here for you, man. Yeah? Holy cow, look at Wait, this. I'm, uh, I'm on my computer. Why are you starting it. Jake Ferguson? Got to give him the start. He proved he would have been better. He would have been. I should have done the two tight end set last week. Why aren't so, you playing George Pickens? He sucks. That what guy about sucks. JSN? That guy sucks. <laughs> no, I might play JSN, actually. George Pick or Jake Ferguson. <laughs> gotta give Jake two tight end set. Let's go. Line it up and smash, Jake. John. Got it. I mean, look at leading. He scored nine points, but the key is he was the leading receiver. He was the leading receiver. The Dallas, the Cowboys, the, the receivers didn't do that well. All right, they had a running back game or whatever the hell. And Jake Ferguson <laughs> Wait, still. Jake made. Ferguson wasn't the leading receiver. <laughs> I don't know why it says that, but trust me, he was. Ceedee Lamb was the leading receiver. How many yards did he have? Maybe they were talking about yards. No. Let me check. Let's go look at Chris's team and look yeah. how good <laughs> Okay, he was the leading receiver by one yard over C. Oh, Lamb. my gosh. The leading receiver, Jake <laughs> Ferguson. He has surpassed C.D. Lamb. You hear that, Chris? Your run is over. John is saying that's enough. <laughs> Jake Ferguson. He's called The it. future. You're dead, Chris. As a rookie, he's taken away those numbers. Oh, wait, he's a second-year player. No, he's a second, yeah. As a second-year player, he's taken away C.D. Yeah. Lamb's numbers. Lamb might just be benched next game. I don't know. He might be. Dude, it's too hard. My, setting my lineup's too hard. All right, Dude, your lineup like... has a lot of green. John. Yeah, it it's a really good week for me. Do I have to pick you? I, Are you going to upset Nick here? Right when I saw Russ was playing the Detroit Lions defense, I said, this is about to be his best fantasy week of the year. Yep. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, here. but you had to pick up Joe Flacco. You still yeah, had to pick up Joe Flacco. That's for next week because Joe Flacco will play someone bad. Dick. So. <laughs> That's for next week against Houston. All right. Against Let's Houston. break this I'll down. John? This is tough. Holy cow, this is really tough. We got a two tight end set going up against each other. Nick is playing Dallas Goddard. That's the other reason I had to do it. I mean, people say Evan Ingram, Dallas Goddard versus Sam Laporta, Jake Ferguson. I mean, going into the year, we were like, those are the four best tight ends, right? Yep, (laughs) clearly. And now, now we're seeing it in action. Is Nick really about to start two tight ends instead of playing like 
Who would he Madison, play? Madison or Jones or, Jones? or you know JMO mm. or Quentin Johnston. I think this is just gonna be Smash Mouth football. This is Iowa Nebraska in November. <laughs> I'm excited, man. This is gonna be awesome. Three nothing final score. <laughs> Three nothing. Okay. Let's break this down. Jalen Hurts has to go to Seattle. Dude, that sucks for Philly. You just got smashed at home. And your reward is I got to travel across the country and go play at Seattle on Monday night. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's the LT. Travis Etienne has Baltimore. That's tough. Baltimore's hard. And And he's banged up. Oh, yeah, he is banged up. Got Garrett Wilson playing Miami. He's playing Garrett Wilson this week. Jalen Warren against the Colts is nice, but is it a Najee game? Is it a Warren game? Who knows? Screw it. John. Wow. Congratulations. You are going on to the next round of the Rice Dynasty playoffs. Thank you so much, everybody. Um... (laughs) Devon A. Chain carries you. Debo Samuel against Arizona. David Montgomery versus Jameer Gibbs in a head-to-head. Oh, this is going to be epic. This is the storyline of the season right here. Nick's sick of Monty. (laughs) He has to to play him. He has to play him in his first playoff game in three Uh, years. This is Nick's first playoff game, isn't it? He had one his first year. Oh, shoot. And he He lost. lost. He lost. Um, so we have, I mean, both in this first round, we have two two teams who have not won a playoff game. So we can. Thanks, have, John. Yeah. Oh, I yep. wasn't. I didn't say it was you. It could have been Jack. <laughs> it's not. He made the finals. <laughs> true. True. You you figured it out. Uh, John, uh, you're you're gonna beat him. You, I like you my, just I, you yeah. peak in the playoffs. You're I made like for the matchups. playoffs. I do like my matchups this week. I do like my match. The Raiders could even do something against Gus the Edwards is gonna fall in the end zone. Yeah, he probably. That's why I had to put him in. I was like, God, I guarantee the one week I sit him, he's just gonna score a touchdown or two or three. <laughs> Nineteen rushing yards last game, and you gotta put him in. Yeah. Nineteen I mean, rushing it's yards. Not consistent. I also have a feeling that like Judy's gonna like have a good game, but I can't put him in because he hasn't done that ever. <laughs> but I also just have a feeling against our ass secondary that he's going to actually do something. Probably. Oh, it's tough. Oh, See, this is what happens when you have a bunch of shitty players that could possibly <laughs> do well. I don't know. <laughs> it's, John, it's you. My lineup. A-chan. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just going to be Monty, A-chan, Laporta, and Samuel getting me a bunch of points. And the rest of them will do, will get me like six points, and it's fine. Whatever. Gus Edwards falling into the end zone. Six carries, four yards, three touchdowns. That's the other reason I have to start on this. Just, it would be funny. I just want to send a <laughs> gif of Gus Edwards. <laughs> when he scores. You could have had him. Send it to everybody. You yeah. could have had this guy. <laughs> If he won me a championship, I'd be like, wow, interesting how no one wanted to trade for this guy, huh? <laughs> Everyone thought he was worth a 2026 third rounder. <laughs> Is the championship worth that? Six waiver dollars in 2028. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could do that. Just like six waiver dollars in a future year. Just such to a go sp- get Joe Flacco yeah. in year 16. <laughs> Just such a spin in the face of a trade offer. Just like... Give me I'll give you six waiver dollars in fifteen years. Deal for Gus Edwards, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, I, I like my matchups a lot. I think I I think I definitely have a good chance this week. I'm more worried about next week for sure. But Nick's a good team. So Nick is a good team. Um I just Puka Nakua against Washington is really nice. That's a great matchup. True. I mean, think about that game. They're going to throw that ball a million times. Yeah. Literally a million times. Sam Howell throws it 50 times a game. Stafford's going to chuck it 50 times a game. That game's yeah. going to be like 35-31. Cup and, and Nakua must starts this week. Definitely. Yeah, I worry about I worry about his Philly stack. Jameer Gibbs versus David Montgomery depends on the week, depends who gets it. 
can't predict. I think it. Gibbs has looked better lately. So I might give the slight edge to Gibbs, but it could be a Montgomery game. And if it is, I think Nick is in trouble. Yeah, I'm going to go with you. I think Monty's just a, a red zone hog. That's the issue. This is true. But Gibbs, I'm going mean, to give you the edge. As a Lions fan, I see him get the ball and I still get excited. Even though I don't have, even though I have Montgomery, I fucking love watching that Gibbs guy run. He's great. Gibbs is insanely talented. I oh, have yeah. him in another league where I'm in the playoffs. And he's my RB, too. Everyone made fun of me the first four weeks. They were like, oh, my gosh, why do you keep starting this guy? He sucks. He never gets the ball. I'm like, look who's laughing now. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs has had a really nice year. Oh, yeah. Great rookie year. Got Still got to remember these. some of these people are rookies. Lower your expectations for rookies a little bit, you know? Okay, yes, he is. he's the RB16 on the year. Look at him since week seven. He got hurt for a couple weeks. Yeah. Week seven, RB3, RB2, RB2, RB7. 25-30-14. Yeah. That's really good. Yep. And the past three weeks have been pretty bad for the Lions offense. So that's the main reason he hasn't been that high. Yeah, I think the Lions get right this week, though. Um, I'm still going to pick you to win. All right. Game of the week. Debbie Here we go. Dudes. Here's the bourbon. The, the A- last happy drink of the year. AB's pool noodle. Davido's dudes. This is a matchup. This is a matchup. Oh God. Antonio Brown is still on this team for some reason. <laughs> He's watching over everybody. Alright. I'm um, gonna need some bourbon to get through this one. Whew. John, this break one. it down. I can't do it objectively. This one is gonna be a fun one. Let me go on my phone. I like the sleep wrap on my phone's just way better. It is so much better on your phone. Okay, because I get to see how I get to see fantasy wise how good each defense is, which is nice. Um. Okay. Oh man, I know New England's like defense isn't that bad, but I think the Chiefs are pissed. The Chiefs are pissed, and I'm worried about it. But they have to go to Foxborough. Yeah, that's another thing. New England, cold it, winter, cold. It's gonna rain. Oh, rain! And New England. Are we are we looking at six nothing? They looked a little better. They've looked better recently, the Patriots, especially defensively. Yeah. So, maybe maybe it's not the bounce back for the Chiefs yet. Maybe maybe Mahomes is still being a whiny baby. And can the Chiefs bounce back, but not, you know, score much? Yeah. I mean, I'm Uh, serious. Like, can they win this game dominantly? Like, yeah. I mean, their defense is nothing. really good. Their defense is good this year. And I don't know. Page, yeah, I don't know. I could see this going either way. I could see this just being a low scoring, like, or I could just see the Kansas City offense, like, pissed out of their minds and they just tear the Patriots apart and destroy them. And Pacheco hasn't practiced yet this week. Oh, that's not good because another thing to point out is Mr. Keenan Allen is not going to play. That's what I was going to say. And if that's Pacheco can't go, thing. is he starting Jaden Reed? Is he starting – I mean, it's got to be Jaden Reed, right? It's got to be Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed's been a he, better Elijah fantasy Moore? option than you'd expect, but he's inconsistent. He He's up and down if he scores or not, but that yeah. would be huge for me. If somehow oh, Pacheco absolutely. can't go, that would be massive for me. That's, that's basically like two – then two of his starters are out. That's like – that's an equalizer in the fact you don't have Herbert. And I, then I, agree. Think, I think you're right back in. Yes. Um, is Tyreek going to play? I think Tyreek's going to play. Okay. He came back into that game. I think they're going to let him, they're going to let this, I mean, he had an ankle sprain. He ran off the field. He came back into the game. He was limited on his snaps, but he came back into the game. Um, typically with these ankle injuries, just my perspective it's about swelling management. It's about pain management. Um, Tyreek jogged off, but truthfully, that was probably adrenaline. That's before the ankle swells up. Um, he, he said in like a post-game interview, and this was wild to me, and it really pissed me off. He's like, my wife said I got to get back in the game. And he's like, I know this is going to hurt like a bitch tonight and tomorrow, but like I had to get in the game because I couldn't like let my wife down. And I was like, Tyreek, you're Tyreek Hill. Go home. <laughs> 
Like, just just ice your ankle, man. Just take care of yourself. Here we go. You got playoff was, push to was manage. His, was his wife on the sidelines? I didn't I see her. I don't know, man. Dude, I don't um, like. Oh, God, I don't like this guy. <laughs> and and the guy. Jets are number one against wide receivers. If Tyreek Hill's banged up, I have no chance. I'm just gonna say that I need Tyreek to be Tyreek Hill, like. I, I mean, the normal Tyreek Hill, the guy who averages like 17 a game. I, I need that guy this week. He averages 21 a game. I, I need that Tyreek so Hill. Good. He's so good. He's but so you know good. who else is good? Derrick Henry, and he's got Houston this week. Oh, Derrick Henry loves Houston. And that is a game winner, my friend. Oh, you no. Don't you, do this. You have never experienced owning Derrick Henry when he faces Houston. It is... The most blissful Sunday you'll ever have in your life. It's amazing. I love it. I, I, God, just so many great memories of Red Zone. Every, every like, three minutes, Andrew Siciliano, and there goes Derek Henry. <laughs> 98 yards. <laughs> he broke 16 tackles of 11 guys. <laughs> Another touchdown, and you're just sitting there like, of course. What else? What else would be happening here today? Oh, man. In the I beautiful so. city of Houston. Oh, wait, this one's in Tennessee. It's in Tennessee. <laughs> Even better. <sighs> Derrick Henry, the RB4 on the year, John. Oh, he's so good. Man, I, I mean, I knew, when I, tr- I knew when I traded him to you that he was still going to be good. I didn't think he was just going to die all of a sudden. This man is he's great. Definitely had, he's had more down moments this year than past years. I mean, he's had like a few just dud weeks. But for the most part, he's been very good. Yeah, so you can, you can see he's on the way out, but his his on the way out is different from other other people's on the way out. Yes, I, I just need him to be good. I don't need him to be fifty points, Derrick Henry. I need him to be solid, Derrick Henry. Just like th- that's what I need out of most of my team this week. I just need you to do good. You don't have to do great because I like, I hate, and I love the fact that he has a lot of stacks in this game. Because, and this is what I mean by that. We got Gabe Davis, Josh Allen, James Cook, Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, and Tony Pollard. All of those guys are in two games. I need one of those games to go low scoring. Yeah, wow. And I'm not sure it's going to be Buffalo-Dallas. But I, I I need a little inconsistency. I need a bad Gabe Davis day. Yeah. Like Gabe Davis either scores like zero or like twenty. I need a zero day. Desperately <laughs> zero need a zero week. day. That's lit like you're not joking. <laughs> is, I'm not joking. It's literally reading, zero you're or reading twenty. The exactly, you're reading the stats. <laughs> that is not an exaggeration. Nope. I, uh, I'm not. The last um the last like six weeks that he's played. Nineteen, zero, eight, zero. 19 0. Those are his stats before that. 1 1 19. 13 9 18 4. Man, and you got Diggs now, too. So you definitely don't want a Davis Day. No, I do not need a Davis Day. I need a Diggs Day because that's going to offset what Josh Allen does for the yeah, most exactly. part. Okay. Woo. I think it's going to be you, Michael. I, I mean, you oh, heard my John, championship. Don't say that. Don't say you it. You heard my championship prediction from earlier. I, I agree that Jack is the second power ranked team here, but just the fact, like, that scares me. The fact that he has so much invested in only two of the NFL games this week, that's nuts. That's, that's scary to me. Like, I think, I think that, I think New England Chiefs, I could easily see being a low scoring game. And Buffalo, Dallas probably will be high scoring. Dallas is just always in high scoring games. Either they're scoring high or their defense like just flubs for some reason. So it feels like someone always scores a shit ton of points in a Dallas game. Oh, shit. So, yeah. I just I, checked the over-under for that game. Oh, no. What is it? It's not good. Yeah, someone just, I don't know. Dallas either gets blown out or they blow somebody out or it's like a shootout. Like, that's just what Dallas I'm, has been playing really well lately. Yeah, they've they won have. five in a row. They've been averaging. They've scored over thirty in every single game. That's not good for me. No, because I because I don't know. Buffalo is a team that is in a position where they need to try to keep up with Dallas. They they are like not they are not secure in the playoff in their playoff spot right now. So right. 
Buffalo is a team that desperate, like Philly last week, they're in the bye week. I mean, obviously they want to win against their, their rivals, but they're like, they're less urgent. Whereas Buffalo's like, okay, we are, we lost a shit ton already. We need to keep winning. That's why they won that Chiefs game. But Josh Allen's like in panic mode right now. He's got to win. Yes, and it's outside, but the over-under is 50 and a half. That's a yeah. lot of points in an NFL game. Yeah, it is. For reference, it's, the uh, average NFL over-under is like 46. So yeah. th- that's a lot of points in an NFL game. But the Patriots-New England over-under, what would you guess? Um, 30. Okay, it's 37 and a half. <laughs> Don't you love when someone underestimates it? 37 and a half actually seems kind of high. Yeah, I agree. I think it's pretty high for how the Patriots games have been lately. So, Yeah, that kind of scares me. But luckily, I have um, I got Cooper Cup going against the Commanders. This is in L.A., high scoring. Pew, 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 pew. Sam Howell, Matt Stafford just tossing the ball over the middle. Hopefully Cooper Cup gets one. Um, yeah, man, I'm scared. I'm very <laughs> scared. This is this is going to be really tough. Uh, Isaiah likely did some things for me yesterday. But man alive, can I trust Austin Eckler? <laughs> can I trust Bijan Robinson? I, I think I can trust Bijan. Bijan yeah. has been, although he's been a little him. up and down, Besides that Tampa game, you take that one out, he's been pretty solid. Yeah, you can definitely trust him. I'd say you trust that guy. They're can I trust Caroline, Desmond Ritter? Right? They're facing Carolina, right? Shouldn't can I trust Desmond bad? Ritter? Um, more than Tommy DeVito. More than Tommy DeVito. I'd say. Okay, yes. Tommy <laughs> DeVito going against New Orleans in the Superdome is not something I want to handle. Yeah. I'd play DTR. Just go for it. He's not starting. He was u- he was used last week as a running back for one play. One so play. He might be useful. <laughs> he might be very he might be good. He could get a touchdown. Anything uh, could happen. It could happen. Which is Maybe exactly what you go for in your quarterback spot. You're like, I just want one touchdown out of my quarterback and that's it. Just one. That's all I need. Yep. <laughs> just six points. Just give me that. Oh man. You know what sucks if it's not a Josh Allen game? If Josh Allen doesn't score touchdowns, you know what that means for me, though? James Cook Playing Jack. Touchdowns. James Cook scores a lot of touchdowns, and I hate which, that. Which Jack kind of likes. Jack's looking at your quarterback, and he's saying, I just need Josh Allen to score a nice, like, 20 points. He's going to outscore Desmond Ritter. And then yeah. that means that Stefan Diggs is probably not getting points, and he'd rather have James Cook get those touchdowns than Josh Allen throw it to Diggs. So, yeah. Yeah. It's true, but if Josh Allen doesn't throw it, he's not throwing it to Gabe Davis either. True. Very true. This, he's invested is, a lot in the Bills' offense, which is kind of scary. I mean, obviously, I think he would rather be starting Keenan Allen than Gabe Davis. Anyone would be. Yes. I think DJ Moore is going to play. I think Pacheco, there's a chance he doesn't play. And if Pacheco doesn't play, I think I have a very solid shot. Oh, yeah, Pacheco didn't play last week. Pacheco hasn't played in a few weeks. I should start Clyde. <laughs> Don't even go there. There's I should so, start Clyde. It's so funny seeing like a post on Reddit that was like, Clyde, should I start him? And then everyone's like, yeah, I think this is the week. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking? No. <laughs> Don't start Clyde Edwards Alaire. And of course, even though he was the RB, the running back one for Kansas City, McKinnon still outscored him in fantasy. So obviously don't start Clyde ever. Hey, Clyde, um, Clyde, Clyde scored eight points. It's pretty good for Clyde. Yeah. He scored higher earlier this year. 13. Remember when he scored a touchdown? That guy's so good. Wow. Dude, we were like, oh my God, Clyde's back. He's back. You regretted trading him immediately. You were like, give me him back, please. Yeah, please. Anything. Three firsts. 2026 $5 waiver claim. I just um, need Clyde. Clyde's going to have a great landing spot next year. He's going to go to like the Cardinals or something and just dominate. And then it's they have James Conner. James Conner's going to. They don't need James Conner anymore. Too old. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going with Jack. All right. Even. We're split on that one. I picked you. Did you pick you? Yep. All Sorry. right. Sorry about it, Nick. John is confident. All right. But, All right, John. Break this bracket down. 
You are the bracketology expert here. Mm. How is this going to break down? Full full bracket. You full tell me. bracket. Full bracket prediction. So based off our predictions today, obviously, I, in my opinion, I think Michael and me are moving on. The two podcast hosts move on. We control the league. Obviously, it's a conspiracy. It is. Um, you will face Chris in a rematch of the century. Um, could be the last. Could be the last time in this era of the Rice Dynasty we get to witness this rivalry at this peak moment. Wow! And in this situation, I think Michael takes it. Back to back victories versus Chris. Chris stumbles to the finish line with three losses in a row to finish off his imperfect season. Yes. And on, uh. on, on my side of the bracket, Tom gives me a good old whooping. Mr. Russell Wilson, he ain't playing Detroit no more. He gets he scores five. And I lose. And it's me versus Tom. <laughs> and Tom versus Michael. This is my dream happens. scenario. One side of the bracket, we're moving on. We're going to the next we're going another year, folks. Get ready. Buckle up. John's got four first-round picks. Get ready for it. And on wow. the other side, league's over. Tom, he, he, he caps it off, all right? He wins the first year, and he wins the last. And that's how he does it, all right? That's, what he, that's how he wanted it all along. The perfect wow. arc for Tom. Start, as the be- start on top, end on top. And those and, are your two sides, Michael versus Tom. And who does it? Michael wins. We're going another year, baby. Let's go. John, I love this. I don't know what Michael's going to do after um, he wins. Probably just celebrate for He's going to have a nice little soup rice dynasty hangover. I'm going to be so drunk. (laughs) He's going to be drunk all of next year with his really old team. (laughs) I don't care. We're right (laughs) off into the sunset. Yep. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. At some point when I won my championship, everyone's like, well, he's dead now. He's old. Who knows? Maybe your team is your team is a I'll little older than it. mine was. Maybe. I'll give you a Tyree kill, John. I'll just let you reset it. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. It doesn't matter. Just, just yeah. We'll let it. We'll let it move forward. Another another thing I want to point out here, though. All right, I want to go through each team's. Who's our best chance to beat Chris? You know, that's what I want to. I, I want to talk about for a second. Who's our best chance to beat Chris? Historically, who is who is good against Chris? I'll tell you who's not good against Chris. Oh, no. We do not want to see Mr. Nick Palermo in the championship versus Chris. We don't want to see that. Oh, Nick boy. is 0-8 versus Chris. He oh, does, my God. That's terrible. know how to beat Chris. We cannot let him get there. Me and Tom will try our hardest to beat this guy. Make sure. I mean, he could get his first win. I don't know. But you know who okay. else we don't want versus Chris? Another Ooh, person on that side of that bracket, Mr. Tom Meyering. I know Tom, Tom no, not I Tom. Know Tom just beat him. But he Tom beat is, him earlier. Tom is still two and nine versus oh, Chris. No. Two and nine. He chokes versus Chris consistently. What about what about Jack? Jack? He's someone we may want against Chris. Oh really? He's a nice little five hundred against Chris. All right. He's a three and three. He's okay. three and three. He's had a pretty good track record, especially for someone young. He's one of the youngest. He's the, he he's the um, the latest member of this league, and he's okay. three and three against Chris. He hasn't been scared. What about you, John? Now. I am the person you want versus Chris. Oh, here we go. Let's I go. I am the one person to give Chris a losing record in the entire league. Oh, no. Head to head. Chris is three and five versus me. He has a winning record versus every other team besides me and Jack. Um, wow. What's his so record against me? He is five and four versus you. So it is oh, close. so close. He is close. It even is close. after this week? Yep, even after this week. So it is very, wow. your, your rivalry is tight. And maybe, Could you imagine, Chris? The best you did against me, you were five hundred against me in this league. Yeah. And guess what? I won a championship. Yeah. And then we Could had you to imagine. The, wow, Chris would. <laughs> that's your. That's your dream. Man. I think he'd quit. <laughs> that's your dream. <laughs> oh man! Hey, I've won two of the last three. True. True and, that. Uh, that's that's pretty good. I've won two of the last three against Chris. You have a winning record. You're the only team with a winning record over Chris. Yeah. 
Dang. Yeah. John, we need you. You guys might need me. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if this is the year for me, but I don't know if this is the year for you. But either. if you put me up against Chris, I know I'll be there. <laughs> you can do it. That what happened with Mike Evans last year? That wasn't a coincidence. I know Cut he knows. Seeds. 186 to 35. <laughs> Chris wins the title. <laughs> oh man, that's going to be it's going to be hype. This could be my last happy podcast because john if i lose and chris wins this league that means i have to sit through a year next year of being terrible and just keep sitting and stewing and just just hoping for for the reset loki i mean i've taught i've told this to you before if chris is in the championship and it's versus tom i am i don't care how many draft picks i have i am rooting for tom like crazy like crazy i am like i do not want Chris to win this, and we have to sit through a whole nother year of Chris's dominant team, just waiting for him to win the second one. I'm not. I'm not about that. We are not about that. That is not we how do I want not to end this era. Our lives. I don't want to end this era with a dominant franchise just winning out. All right. We really don't want that. Oh, we don't need it. We really, really don't need it. No. Um, we got to promise now, Michael. Though, if we both lose, which is possible. We got to do a podcast next week, no matter what. Even if we're both sad as shit, fine. It's over for both of us. You're going to be less sad than me. True, I will be. You have a super bright future. I'm like the one who's like, this is the end of the era. Yeah, true. I I did not expect to be here at all, and I and I don't expect to win. So, no, that's fair. All right, you know what, Michael? I'll just do the podcast on my own if we both lose. All right, great. Thank you. I'll (laughs) just be sad drunk for the rest of the playoffs yeah sounds good praying for the reset sounds good uh, that's not going to be the case nope we're going to both be winners and we're going to have the dream scenario alive of yeah. the two podcasters in the finals that's we're opposite sides of the bracket could happen could happen year. it's never happened could happen i just hope it's i hope at the end it's reset versus non-reset because that's a great storyline right there the championship is like that and that just means we don't i mean i still either way if we don't get that then we get nick in the championship which would be awesome to see as well so yeah it would be awesome david versus goliath yeah chris versus nick and nick gets his first win against chris ever and it's to win the championship championship. (laughs) oh my gosh that'd be awesome yeah i really don't want a jack versus nick championship i'll be honest you don't want the two newbies no, because you know what that would mean? If what? Chris wins one next year, we uh, have to go another year. Yeah. Honestly, that's the same thing with you winning, Michael. If someone if someone wins that isn't Chris and and we continue, like that's kind of annoying. Because then we're just like, God, now, like if Chris does win, at least it's like, okay, just one more year. Chris will win surely this year. No, he's not going to win two in a row. <laughs> but if, if Chris doesn't win this year and you win or Jack or Nick wins, then we're just sitting here like, oh, my God, we have to, like, suffer through more of this. Like, Chris is probably going to win again this year. What the fuck's going to happen? But if I win, then you and I have a win in the championship, and we're both just True. happy forever. We don't even care anymore. True. If we both have rings, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter. Get Tommy DeVito a ring. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do here. He deserves one. No doubt. John, anything else you got? Do I have a shot here? Do I actually have a chance? I mean, yeah, I keep predicting you because I actually think you have a good team. And I I am biased because, like I've said in other podcasts, I think you followed a similar strategy to what I have followed in the past. And it worked for me multiple times. So that's the reason why I think you have a shot. The the, the not having a quarterback thing does suck because I never – I always had Josh Allen. I never didn't have Josh Allen. So, yeah, that's a little scary. Yeah, I don't like that I have to face Josh Allen. Yeah, now you have to face him. Which, Not a big fan of that. Which is tough. I didn't realize that he's – Josh Allen has basically been the quarterback one for like the past four years in fantasy. One year he was the number two, but it's because he didn't – it's because his one game – um where that guy, uh, where uh, Demar Hamlin got hurt, got canceled, so he didn't play. Oh my gosh! And he played one quarter. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't play a whole game, and that's why he got two. So he's a God. Josh Allen, Anthony, why'd you trade that guy? 
For Darius wow. Geis. For Darius Geis. <laughs> oh, it all, it all comes back to Darius Geis. Man, we're going to have to have like a, if there is a reset, we're going to have to just have a, a podcast celebrating this era. Just remembering all the trades, remembering everything. Oh, yeah. We definitely have to do like a recap podcast of the era. Like yeah. phase one of the Rice Dynasty. Yeah. Going to phase two, baby. Here's to phase two.